Welcome to the Middle East Report Special Edition. I'm John Riley. The Middle East, that is one part of the world that we need to pay attention to, especially the country of Israel, and especially right now with everything that is going on in that land. And of course, each week, I try to help you understand what's happening in that region through a biblical lens. Security threats, archaeological discoveries, biblical prophecy, some of the things that we cover Of course, the main purpose of the Middle East Report Special Edition is to encourage you to read, study, and apply God's Word in your life. And I really do believe the best way to do that is to connect to the people, places, and geography of what we read in God's Word. But this week, our hearts are absolutely broken with uh, the images and the stories that are coming out of Israel. I've asked uh, our news director, Fred Jackson, to come and be with us here on the Middle East Report Special Edition uh, Fred, uh, we we just can't even comprehend what has happened this week. No, not at all. Uh, it has been compared what happened just over a week ago there in southern Israel, small uh, Jewish communities along the border with Gaza. Uh, I remember waking up uh, last Saturday morning, and my wife had been awake early as well, and she said, you know, uh, there's been something going on in Israel. And, and, you know, my first response was, well, you know, skirmishes between Hamas and Gaza and Israel, they've been happening on and off. So I figured it was another one of those. But then we started to read the details of what had happened. And basically an invasion of Hamas terrorists into Israeli territory. And as the day went on, and as the week has gone on, we have heard more reports, we have seen videos of just what transpired, these Hamas terrorists going into these communities, and with no regard, no regard for human life at all, just killing and maiming and taking hostage hundreds, hundreds of, Uh, The latest count as of late last week was at least 1,300 Israeli residents in these small communities killed uh, IDF soldiers uh, and at least 150 taken hostage. And in those, at least 27 Americans uh, have been killed by these Hamas terrorists. An undetermined number of Americans said to be among the hostages. It is. It has been compared to the, the, the worst number of deaths of Israeli citizens since the Holocaust. This is what we're talking about here. It is just hard to imagine. The videos, John, are, are, are just... These, 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 this invasion occurred during Shabbat. Families were just at home. And some of the videos showed they were just having breakfast. Uh, they were just preparing for a nice, quiet day. And this invasion occurred. There's been talk about how did Israel not know about this. We'll find out about those details somewhere down the road. But the matter is, what we know, the Hamas terrorists practiced this. Speculation is Iran had a lot to do with the preparation for this. Um but Israel has responded. It has responded strongly. 
Uh, it has been missiles, hundreds of missiles back and forth. Hamas is still firing uh, missiles into Ashkelon. Uh, Haifa was on high alert as of late last week because we now know Hamas not only has short-range missiles but long-range missiles. There have been missiles coming in from Lebanon, from Hezbollah terrorists. Uh, so the Israeli officials are telling this is going to go on for a long, long time. This is not a skirmish. This is, as Prime Minister Netanyahu said right off, the, this is war. When I heard those words, <laughs> it removed the word skirmish from the table. This is war. And Israel is, its goal in this war is to eliminate Hamas terrorists. Uh, this is not about Palestinian citizens who live in Gaza, many of whom do not support Hamas. We must be mindful of that. And to that end, late last week, uh, Israel uh, sent leaflets into the eastern, or the I guess it would be the northern side of Gaza. This includes Gaza City giving them 24 hours, telling citizens, get out. Israel's done this in the past. They alert people, citizens, that we're going to take military action in this area. Please get out. And because we we know that Hamas terrorists are still embedded in there, they have a tunnel system, we are told, probably where the hostages are being held. And it was really interesting, the reaction to the Israelis giving this warning to these Palestinian citizens there in Gaza was telling the citizens not to leave, telling them to stay there. And, of course, this has been known. Hamas terrorists who have, as the Bible say, consciences seared, it has to be, they use human beings as shields because they want they want to portray to the world that Israel in a military operation doesn't care about women, men, women, and children, innocent men, women, and children. So they use them as shields. They want the world to see the pictures of uh, the corpses of these citizens being carried out and the funerals, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But we want to remind our audience, John, that Israel gives fair warning. They have no interest in killing citizens. They don't. They are after the Hamas terrorists, plain and simple, and that is the goal. We are thankful, uh, John, that the United States has come out very strong, very strong. Uh, We often have criticism of the Biden administration, but on this front, on this front, uh, President Biden, very strong. We stand behind Israel right away. The Secretary of State, uh, uh, is who is a Jewish man, uh, uh, Tony Blinken, Antony Blinken, he went to Jerusalem this week, and he made it very clear. He says, as a Jew, he says, I'm not here just as the Secretary of State of the United States. I'm here as a Jewish person. I'm here as a person who has a heritage, relatives who lost their lives in the Holocaust. And the message that the Biden administration has given to any other groups that might want to get involved in this. And I'm sure they're dealing with Hezbollah terrorists, they're dealing with Iran, they're dealing with Syria, they're dealing with Lebanon. 
do not, don't, was the word that was repeated. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin was in uh, Israel on Friday. Same message, same message to any other parties. Do not get involved. Don't was the word that was used. So glad to see it. The United States, uh, no secret, they have a carrier uh, uh, that's in place. The Ford, the biggest carrier that the United States has, it's in place. It has multiple fighter aircraft on board. Right now, what has been done, they're rearming the Israeli army because they're using up so much of their ammunition. So they're resupplying the, the Iron Dome, et cetera, et cetera, so that Israel doesn't have to worry about that, that they have the weapons to continue to respond, to continue this attack against the Hamas terrorists. So that is ongoing. Uh, you know, in the midst of all of this, uh, and you're, I know you're familiar with Jewish tradition, the families of those who have lost their lives are trying to hold funerals. Right. And it's, they, they have special units that go into areas, and I don't need to go into too deep details, go into areas to find the body parts of family members mm-hmm. because they... They try their very best to have the whole of those deceased loved ones so they can hold funerals. So all of this is going on. The tension is so high in Israel, but in the midst of all of this, they're trying to have funerals. Um, uh, It's just we need to be praying as Christians. We need to be praying for the people of Israel because this is the worst that they have faced since the Holocaust. There is no question about that. You know, John, I, I... I have been concerned. As I said, I'm, I'm glad to see the Biden administration, the United States government standing behind. But I have been troubled by what I have been seeing on several university campuses here in the United States. Now, we have done stories through the years of the rise of anti-Semitism on our university campuses. But I am shocked. I am absolutely shocked to see not only demonstrations, you know, they're not demonstrations of concern, they're demonstrations celebrating, celebrating what the Hamas terrorists did to these unarmed Jewish citizens. 1,300, at least 1,300 Jewish citizens massacred. And you on our university campuses, we're talking Harvard. We're talking... um, uh, the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. Uh, We're talking about other smaller colleges uh, here in the United States and New York and on other campuses. Just there spewing hatred against the Israeli people. And what's shocking, I was listening to a statement from the president of Harvard. And it was along the line, certainly we don't agree with, uh, you know, uh, celebrating the massacre, Uh, but we're not going to do anything about these students. Uh, We believe they have a right to go out there and spew hatred against the Jewish people. And I I thought, you know what? (laughs) Um, If if they were there and uh, they were promoting the idea of not using the preferred pronouns of a student, they'd be thrown off campus. Uh, This is what's happened on our university campuses. You know... um, 
with what we're seeing today, our founder, Don Wildman, warned about these things coming years ago. And even in our audience 10, 15 years ago, people thought, oh, no, it could never get this bad. You know, as far as hatred for the Jewish people, that kind of thing. But now we are witnessing this. And how did it all get started? Because I think professors and teachers were allowed to run amok. Uh, We're allowed to promote the idea of hatred of the Jewish people. And we hear language like occupation. Uh, no, not occupation. When it comes to Israel, they own, they own that land. If Israel can be faulted many times is that they allow this hatred to continue. They're not interested in killing in, innocent citizens. You know, uh, Palestinians who live in Israel, the poll, polls have been done. <laughs> polls have been done. They want to stay in Israel because they have a good life in Israel. There are Palestinians who are members of the Knesset. This is the kind of openness that is there. Israel only responds in places like the West Bank when they have been hit by a terrorist from there. Uh, That's the reality of where we are. Uh, But that reality is not being taught. It's not even being taught, sadly, in many of our churches. Right now, I think, and we're going to talk about this uh, in just a little bit, but we have to be careful about the media. The media is going to twist everything, and I know uh, you have some things to say about that, But and we're going to get back to some of the, the current things that are happening there in Israel. I have a friend, Fred, in Israel. Her name is Shani Ferguson, and Shani uh, is part of Maos Israel. She's the head of this organization. They love and serve the Jewish people there. Uh, she is a Jewish believer in Jesus. They have been loving and serving the Jewish people for decades there in the land of Israel. And I did connect with her in Jerusalem, and we just want to share that a little bit of that conversation uh, with Shani, and we're going to come back here. Please listen to what she has to say. I have to say the mood from last week to this week is very different. Last week was shock and pain and horror and burying our dead and looking for hundreds of missing. So there's a lot of pain right now, and I don't know that there's anybody in the country, because we're so small, because there were so many people that were affected by this. Thousands are in the hospital all over the country. The mood has has shifted because burying the dead, we have to bury them within 24 hours. We can't even do that uh, because there's so many. And identifying the bodies is so difficult because so many of them are unrecognizable. So many of them were traveling and at a party and there's so many missing. And so they don't even know who to call to try to find out. So that's been a very difficult uh, process. But the mood right now, since they've called up 360,000 of our soldiers in reserves is, uh, is determination and anger a realization that we have to fight to defend our homeland. I feel like I have my country back because since January, there's been all these protests and back and forth and, you know, judiciary and political stuff. The morale level is just amazing. So we saw some footage of people that went to the airport and anybody that landed, they were just like cheering and dancing and just welcoming anybody into the country that would come at this point. All the soldiers that are returning the call to come and serve, even the, the 
you know, several months ago, there were many in the Air Force who were saying, I'm not going to come serve because I'm not going to serve under a dictatorship. And there was just all this drama that our Minister of Defense said, you know, we're not going to be at 100% of productivity and efficiency if we don't have our Air Force. And all those, they just said, they wrote their commanders and they're like, I'm ready to serve, get me on a plane. So the change and the shift, the unity is amazing to watch. I'm sorry that it takes so much pain to get us to this place. It's not easy, but this is a very fateful time in our history. October 7th will go down as the worst day uh, since the Holocaust. We had a few days where people were questioning if what we were saying was true. So if you notice the first few days where there wasn't a whole lot of news and then suddenly we started sending out photos of the brutality because people didn't believe us. And then all these years we've been saying these people are evil. We've been saying they're brutal. We've been saying they hate us and they want to annihilate us. And that's why they exist. And nobody believed us. And we finally were able to show photos. We can't have creatures like this living on our borders. No one would put up with it. You wouldn't put up with it. Nobody would put up with this. Nobody would. And I think the main thing is that people are finally believing us. But the brutality level is something that is inhuman. And that is what people are finally seeing. So, of course, we still have people that hate the Jews. That will probably never stop. I think what Christians need to understand is this is not new. This is something that happens in every generation. And what Christians need to know is that Jews tell their history from generation to generation. And there's a story from the Holocaust that I was actually surprised because I was talking to a few people and they're like, I've never heard this. And I was like, I can't believe you've never heard this. This is standard common knowledge for Israelis. Um, but it's uh, the story of a young Christian who grew up in Nazi Germany and they used to go to a church that was by the railroad and the church would sing these hymns. And during World War II, the trains would go by with screaming Jews inside. And he said, when we would sing the hymns and the trains would go by, they would sing the hymns louder to drown out the screaming Jews. And I don't want that story to be told about Christians in this generation. Because that's what happened last generation. And when we tell of the Holocaust, there are those few what we call righteous Gentiles who recognized what was happening and stepped in to help. And then there's mass amounts of people and mass amounts of Christian leaders that didn't say anything because what was more important to them was their little universe and their little ministry. And they didn't want to offend and they don't understand that they are the Esther in this story. God is going to save us no matter what. The question is, what, what side of history do they want to be on? Because they're being given a golden opportunity right now to show the God that they serve, that they love his people. And then they're not a bunch of pushovers. And I really hope that Christians step up and use this opportunity to take a stand because they're grafted into a tree. Everybody knows the scripture and they say it all the time. But I don't think people really, really grasp that when you're grafted in, you're a branch attached to a tree. And someone is trying to cut that tree down right now. And I really, really encourage Christians to not just pray in their closets, but to step up and speak out and support, make your voice loud, and let this be a turning point, especially for the church. I can only say so much for people who don't claim 
to worship the God of Israel and the God of the Bible because they believe whatever they believe. But if you're going to claim that you worship the God of Israel and that you love Jesus and you're enjoying all the spiritual blessings that you received from Israel, then you have a duty to her. Fred, those are powerful words from my friend, Shani, who is a native Israeli there in the land of Israel. And I want you to know as a believer in Jesus, someone who loves the Jewish people in the land of Israel, you can do something. They have set up an opportunity for you to do that. You can go to maosisrael.org forward slash war, maosisrael.org forward slash war, and you can help families there in Israel. It's a solid organization. They are accountable for the funds that come in, so I highly recommend it. Fred, that's powerful. That story she told with regards to the churches during World War II, um, these churches uh, just increasing the volume of singing their hymns to drown out the voices of Jews on those trains being taken to the gas chambers. I've heard this story a number of times, and I believe it 100%. And it is troubling, and I'm glad she pointed this out. It's troubling, and I'm already hearing reports at our newsroom story meeting on Friday morning this past week. Uh, one of our journalists is looking for a church in Louisiana. They went to a church last Sunday, evangelical church. They went to a church last Sunday, and they were shocked. So this was just 48 hours, less than 48 hours after what happened in Israel. It was not mentioned. Not mentioned. And my fear is that we now have a generation that has not been taught. I'm talking about with, even within the evangelical church. We have a generation that has not been taught. They have not been taught Genesis 12, God's special covenant. God, the God of the universe, who we say we worship, told Abraham, I will bless those that bless you, the Jewish people, and I will curse those that curse you. That statement has not been withdrawn by God. I would hope, given now that several days have passed and the videos that have shown us what happened to those hundreds of Jewish citizens and soldiers, that this would be talked about from our churches. Because your, your, uh, your friend there from Israel uh, raised a very excellent point from Romans chapter 11. Romans chapter 11, where the Apostle Paul warned the Gentiles, don't get arrogant. Yes, salvation is offered to you, Gentiles, through the death of Jesus Christ. But don't get arrogant about it's just for you. He is not through with the Jewish people. And we need to take that to heart. We need to be encouraging each other as Christians to pray for what is going on in Israel, to protect those Israeli soldiers, and that that evil would be rooted out. We're talking to Fred Jackson. He is the news director for American Family News. And I just want to encourage everybody who is listening 
to absolutely pray for what's going on, but I also want to highly encourage you to please watch the news media that you are consuming. And I want to highly recommend that you download the app for American Family News. You can get that at your app store. It's available for Android and Apple devices so that you can get truthful information about what's happening in Israel. That's why we exist here at American Family Radio, American Family Association. That's why Fred is is doing what he does with his team there with American Family News. Please be careful about what you consume. I highly recommend American Family News. Fred, you have an incredible team that is dedicated to bringing out all the the truth that's going on there in Israel, and people need to connect. Uh, You can go to afa.net and check out The Stand. That's another great place. But we have the resources for you to understand with what's going on there in Israel right now. Please, please be careful. I am so proud of American Family Association, American Family Radio. Uh, We have been strong supporters of Israel and the Jewish people. I've been here 26 years. You've been here longer than I have. Uh, The ministry has never wavered from that. And in the stories that we do, uh, it shows our support for the Jewish people, for Israel. We support those evangelical groups that are there to share the gospel with the Jewish people. We are there to support the nation of Israel, as I was saying a few moments ago. So glad to see that our government, at least thus far, is there to support. And your comments about the media, John, it's so true. Already the mainstream media here in the United States is starting to waver in their stories. They're now giving credence to what's being reported out of Gaza. Understand the media in Gaza is supported by Hamas, all right? You've got to understand that. Thank you so much for what you said about American Family News. AFN.net, AFN.net is the place to go. We will keep you updated uh, seven days a week as long as this goes on, and we will continue to support the nation of Israel. That's Fred Jackson, News Director for American Family News. You can also download the app for American Family News. Go to your app store, and I encourage you to download that. Earlier in the show, we talked about Maos Israel, an organization and ministry in Israel that is doing so much to love the Jewish people in practical ways. They have set up a war fund to help the families there. You can donate to this organization confidently. I know this organization. I have met the the leadership team of this organization. You can donate to them confidently. You're going to be asked by a lot of different organizations to help families there in Israel. You need to be careful with that. But with Maos Israel, you can be confident with your donation. And here's the website. It's maosisrael.org forward slash war. That's maosisrael.org forward slash war. And maos is spelled M-A-O-Z, M-A-O-Z. So it's maosisrael.org. And again, you can donate to them confidently. They are going to use those funds to help families on the ground there in Israel. That's the Middle East Report Special Edition. I'm John Riley, and I just want to thank you for listening. And I want to encourage you, please download a podcast of the show, especially this one. Share it with as many people as you can. You can get this podcast wherever you get your podcast. We're available on all the major podcast platforms out there, iTunes, Google, Spotify, all of them. And you can also 
get the podcast at AFR.net. Go to AFR.net, click on the podcast tab, and look for the Middle East Report.